Welcome to the first and possibly only episode of Enlow Teaches Lit. I'll be your host, Jessica Enlow, recording from Statesville, North Carolina. Today's episode was recorded and produced on May 30th, shortly before it was due to my professor, mainly because I am a master procrastinator. A little about my experience and background. I am my fourth year of teaching and I have taught all four years at West Rowan High School. I have known since seventh grade that I wanted to be an English teacher and because of my master procrastinating skills, I took the long way around to becoming one. However, I believe wholeheartedly that the long way around was not in vain and has made me a much better teacher. The life experiences that I bring into my classroom allow me to be more empathetic with my students and with their parents. Now on to today's topic, which is critical literacy. There are several definitions of critical literacy that I found to be helpful. I'm going to give you the ones defined by Shore, Coffee, and McLaren, respectively. Learning to read and write is part of the process of becoming conscious of one's experience as historically constructed within specific power relations. The ability to read text in an active, reflective manner in order to better understand power, inequality, and injustice in human relationships. Critical pedagogy asks how and why knowledge gets constructed the way it does and how and why some constructions of reality are legitimate and celebrated by the dominant culture while others clearly are not. Well, what does all that mean? In layman's terms, critical literacy is looking at texts. These can be songs, novels, conversations, pictures, movies, even Snapchat stories, from a different perspective to analyze how those in power try to push their ideas of truth onto the reader slash consumer. Critical literacy as an instructional approach is vital to developing learners who can think for themselves and who analyze what the mainstream media and their teachers are throwing at them every single day. In my classroom, critical literacy is still being developed. Honestly, I thought I was on the right track when I read The Hate You Give with my students. We studied the text and talked about all the social injustice that the book describes. I paired this novel with a poem from Tupac, The Rose That Grew From Concrete, and had my students write about their experiences with social injustice and how they would like to overcome circumstances in their own lives. However, I believe I missed the mark. I now know that I needed to better understand critical literacy in order to truly use this instructional strategy in my classroom. I like the way Dr. Coffey explained the essential components of critical literacy. It appeals to the student's interest, exposes them to new forms of text, and allows challenges, I'm sorry, and also challenges the dominant ideology of the textbook. So what does all of that mean? To use this instructional strategy, it is vital that the teacher makes reading, writing, speaking, listening, and viewing pleasurable and provides sufficient time for students to engage in these activities. Teachers need to create a classroom library that includes multiple levels of narrative and informational text, addresses a wide range of interests, provides access to a variety of genres, and promotes critical analysis. Teachers need to provide time for active, creative responses to text using discussion and multiple modes of responses, writing, sketching, dramatizing, singing, projects, and so on, to promote critical analysis and creation of a range of new literacies. And lastly, teachers need to encourage and value students' independent thinking as they read, write, speak, listen, and view. This is just the tip of the iceberg. 
I am sure to really promote this type of analysis and learning in our classrooms, it will take years of practice. Taking the small steps described above is a great way to begin this important journey. My thoughts about using the critical literacy instructional strategy in my classroom begin with the district in which I teach. Rowan Salisbury schools were granted a renewal status by the State Board of Education. This basically means that we are a charter-like system in which that we get to choose how we teach. So specifically where I teach, West Rowan proposed to become a PBL school. Project or problem-based learning is a popular instructional strategy to get students learning for themselves. With this type of teaching, the teacher is truly the facilitator and the students are the conductors of their own learning. This method allows teachers to, as Dr. Coffey put it, create experiences that offer students opportunities to actively construct knowledge. The renewal system also allows for me to change my curriculum to meet my students' needs. As I considered what I wanted to teach and think about how to incorporate critical literacy into this, I have to allow for what my students want to learn. My ideas and my capstone research group's project are all based on personalized learning. Our target is to utilize personalized learning to address student needs and offer student autonomy, therefore leading to content mastery through data tracking, mastery action plans, digital tools, scheduling, flexible seating, goal setting, and student-teacher conferencing. What this means is that instead of teaching a whole class novel with To Kill a Mockingbird, I will utilize literature circles with novels written by diverse authors in the same time period to gain different perspectives. I will probably still teach The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian, but I will pair it with informational texts about Native Americans and have students write about their perspectives of the educational system and our government. This may mean that I need to pair with a history teacher for the unit so that I have an expert to refer to as we explore this topic. One thing I believe I am doing right in my classroom currently are 20 time projects. I allow 20% of class time for students to research and create a project that interests them. In the future, I will need to refine this project to include some form of critical literacy. So what does all this mean for me? How am I going to use this knowledge that I've gained after this course with Dr. Coffee? I need to look for different books when I shop at thrift stores. I realize this now. I need more diverse novels in my classroom. I need to listen to my students' voices and have them play an active role in their own learning. I want my students to be activists and to use their voices and their ideas to start conversations, change minds, take action, drive change, and to make a difference. And I know that all of this starts with me changing my mindset and my classroom.